Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Through Nick and Thin. podcast where we watch every Nicolas Cage movie in chronological order so that you don't have to. My name's Steve. Joining me as always is my co-host. I'm your host. I don't know if I said that part. It's fine. You figured it out. Uh, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. How are you this week? Hi. No, I'm not. I'm yeah. Not. I am not. Yeah. I'm, I'm nope. Yep. I'm the same. Yeah, I'm no. going to jump right mm-hmm. into it. We watched this week a movie called Vengeance, A Love Story. Don't ask me why it's called that. I don't know. This as offended as I was at the USS Indianapolis movie, I think I'm even more so offended by this movie. So go back and listen to our USS Indianapolis. I was furious uh, from a movie-making standpoint um, because I thought that they had a really good story on their hands and they just turned it into a bad movie. But this movie is offensive in a different way because this movie is about a woman who gets brutally gang-raped and Nicolas Cage is the detective and just... None of the characters are written well. Nobody does anything that they should do in a normal world, in a normal society. And just all hell breaks loose. And it's horrible. So we're going to go through this movie in some kind of detail. I'm not going to go through it in any real detail. I think we'll just maybe pick out a few points to talk about. But do not ever, ever watch this movie. We usually say that for the end, but... I'm telling you. Yeah. This is a bad one. (laughs) This felt like work to watch. It it was so painful and it was so heavy with no payoff. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I told you after the movie, I feel like there have been movies that have tackled the complicated subject of sexual assault really well. Uh, this was not one of those movies. Mm-hmm. You're right. There's no, there's no payoff. There's no there's story. N- there's no message. No. no. It's just, it's like an. It's movies like an hour forty five or something, and it's like an hour twenty of just these idiots and these snickering villains and brutal rape scenes. I guess there's only one rape scene, and then there's vengeance in the last twenty minutes, and it's like, it doesn't. I don't, I, I just, I'm almost at a loss for words. I don't think I took my hands off of my face the entire time we were watching this movie. That's how shocked I was. We both kept saying no, right? Yeah. No. No, right? No way. No, right? No way. No, right? So there were a few bright spots. And like I said, I think I have a few points that I want to bring up towards our conversation about the movie itself. But we usually kick off this podcast with Hannah bringing up some background information, usually starting with some numbers, some facts and figures, if you've got that. Yeah, I couldn't find the budget, but this movie, Vengeance, A Love Story, came out in 2017 and had a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb and then a 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. But Steve looked at Rotten Tomatoes and realized that that number may be like, I don't want to say falsified. So when you Google every movie, it, it usually has like on the right hand side, a Rotten Tomatoes number, and this movie said 27%. But when you click on it, it read out the 27%, the audience score versus the critic score, which is what we usually report. So this is an NA. It's not rated on Rotten Tomatoes by critics. 
it, it has zero reviews by critics on Rotten Tomatoes. But that means that 27% of the people who watched this movie liked it. Yeah, I read a few of the comments. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. People were like, oh, it's, you know, good, good action movie. Good acting. And it's not. The I mean, the, the acting is, <laughs> I think I said like every third person in this movie is just the worst actor. Everybody's pretty good in this. Yeah. But then suddenly you get every third person is just the world's worst actor. the acting actor. isn't the problem. No, it's not. It's the story. It's the story. It's, it's the, the writing. Directing. It's mostly the writing, a little bit of the directing, and maybe the casting to a degree. I'm not going to fault the casting. I have an idea about the casting we can touch on later. Okay. Ugh. I don't know the budget, like I said. This movie made $73,270. So How much? 73270 Well, according to Rotten Tomatoes... In the United made, States, it yeah. made $4,500,000. That is a much larger international take. Yeah, so this movie was released in the UK and the United, United uh, Arab Emirates, mm. UAE, in March of 2017, and then it came to the States in September. Okay. Direct-to-video. Right. Um, this movie is adapted from a book. Unbelievable. By an author by the name of Joyce Carol Oates. I had, in high school, had to read Where Are You Going? Where Have You Been? Which is a short story that she wrote in the 60s. Okay. I was unfamiliar. It's based on a uh, Bob Dylan song, I believe. Interesting. But the book, Vengeance, A Love Story, isn't called Vengeance, A Love Story. It's called something much worse. It's called Rape, A Love Story. And I understand why they didn't want to just call this movie Rape, A Love Story, because that's a little bit too blatantly offensive. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah. It came out in 2003. In 2009, they were going to make this movie. This is going to blow your fucking mind, Steve. Okay, okay. The original production was set to be released... Or filmed, I guess, in 2009 with a cast of Samuel L. Jackson playing Nicolas Cage's role. Okay. Diane Weist, who I think is oh, yeah. way too old to play. Oh. The mother? She might be the mom. Oh, I don't know who was going to play, like, the woman who was raped. And then Abigail Breslin to play the daughter. Ah. And then something fell through with production that never happened. And then in 2016... A couple production companies decided to pick it up. One of those production companies being Saturn Films. Oh my god! <laughs> Nicholas Cage's own production company. Yeah. Um, this movie was filmed mostly in Atlanta, and then it takes place in Niagara Falls, and they actually did film on site at Niagara. Oh, okay. On the U.S. side, so on the New York mm-hmm. side, not the Canada side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how they got permits to film there. But yeah. I do know that the U.S. side is a little bit less touristy than the... They're both pretty touristy. They're pretty touristy, but the Toronto side is... Oh, not Toronto. The Canada side is so touristy. Whatever. This took mm-hmm. place in, like, on the U.S. side, because I'm pretty sure I saw a couple of New York license plates. Mm, okay. So this movie is supposed to take place in, whatever, America Falls, right. New York. right. And then part of it was filmed in Atlanta. It took like a month to film this whole movie, which was a month too long. Yeah, they really shouldn't have made this. One more thing about Rape, a love story. I couldn't find a ton on it. Um, It doesn't seem like one of her best. You didn't read the book in preparation? most popular. Yeah. Um, But there's a website called Goodreads where you Mm -hmm. can kind of look at 
So like, like reviews, books or reviews, okay, and whatnot. And there was a there was a comment in it that said that she, maybe I should say this for the end, but it, I don't. Whatever, who cares? Okay. It said the love story since this movie is called Vengeance, a love story. And the book was called Rape, a love story. The the person leaving the room was like, I'm a little bit confused as to who the love story is in between. Right. And Steve and I have the same sentiment after watching the movie, but it's a little bit even more disappointing that it was equally as unclear yeah. after reading the novel, yeah. which was going to be a 2009 blockbuster with the likes of Samuel L. Jackson in it. Huh. Um, and then they, uh, she or he, I don't want to assume the gender. Okay. This person who left the comment and a couple other people, um, I guess, had a conversation over the comments. <laughs> oh, and, really? <laughs> and decided that the love story is between Nick Cage's character and the twelve-year-old daughter, which is also something that we. That's so established. strange. But. I don't. That I don't wouldn't. Know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. Don't know. Okay. Um, Nick originally was slated to direct this movie. This cinematic masterpiece. Maybe that would have made it better for all I But he had know. too many scheduling conflicts, so he gave it to a director named Johnny Martin, who I meant to look up some other stuff that he's done. He's made a movie called Hangman. I think I've heard of it. Had Al Pacino in it. Yep. A movie called Alone that came out last year. Nope. Um, Skeleton Man mm. looks phenomenal. <laughs> and yep, that's about it. And of course, vengeance, a love story. Oh, he um, did. He did stunts he, on Titanic. What? He was apparently a stuntman on the Titanic set. That's cool. <laughs> uh, more about Nick. He has played a vigilante in many films. Like Sorry, I have no them. energy for this right I now. I know. I know this movie. This is, movie is drained everything out yeah, of me. Yeah, absolutely. He's been a vigilante in um, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider 2, Spirit of Vengeance, mm -hmm. um, Seeking Justice. Rage. Rage. 8mm in a way. Um, what was the other taken? Stolen. Stolen. Um, this is, according to IMDb, I feel like it must be more. The sixth time Nick Cage has played a character named John or Johnny. <laughs> Like he's always a John or a John. What a fun fact! Yeah, for such a dour movie. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, there's not much else to share with Absolutely. you. Absolutely, no. I I'm on board. Um, I have a behind the scenes thing that I'll touch on when we get to that scene. Okay. And then the last thing I'd like to leave you with is there is another original song from this movie. I kind of thought so <laughs> during the credits. No, not that one. Oh. Um. It must be a hard rock song because it is a song called Divination by one of our favorite artists, Weston Coppola. What? What? I don't know. What? What? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get I just, that. I don't shoot the messenger. No, I know. Like, I understand he made a song... Was it Ghost Rider 2? He made a song? I don't remember. Or it might have been one of those other vigilantes. I don't know movies. if it was an original song. I just know that a, a Weston Coppola song is in this movie. It's called Divination. That is wild. I, I was... Okay. So I maybe misspoke it wasn't by saying it was an original song. Okay. I just mean a Weston Cage original. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
I mean, still. I I mean, yeah. God. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. That's that's it. That's that's what you got. That's what, I mean. Okay. Do you want? Do you want to no. to belabor this any longer? I do not. Hannah hasn't picked her eyes up off of the ground. She's just been looking down at the ground the entire time, just in defeat. So can't make eye contact with <laughs> no. anyone or anything. Yeah, that's all right. And and I should say too, like I'm sort of chuckling and trying to to make light of our conversation and and if and as we go through, if we do make light of anything, please note that we're making light of the movie production and not the subject material. Yeah, of the, the subject movie. matter. Yeah. And I mean, fair trigger warning. We're going to be talking about the subject of rape, sexual assault. Oh yeah, and um, and I think you had mentioned when we were watching it too, like like. I get that, you know, hey, maybe I'll I'll watch every Nick Cage movie and and follow along, but if you are at any in any sense of the word sensitive to visuals of sexual assault, yeah. do not or watch even this movie. Conversations about or conversations about it, yeah. Do, do not watch this film. Yeah, absolutely. It is not, not worth it. No. No. And then like I said, it, there's it just, no payoff there's at no the payoff. end. Well, <laughs> barely. They the the director tries to make it seem like there is one, but there isn't. There really isn't. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm I'm gonna gloss over this movie like really quickly, okay. probably. But if there's anything along the way, like you said, you know, it to bring doesn't something up, yeah, I mean, know. we're like these low budget, no budget, low grade podcasters, and this movie isn't even worth like our like the, yeah, we're yeah. we're giving it free promotion right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's yeah, not it's worth that. Yeah, I'm point. telling you, like, I'll, I'll save it for the end of the podcast. Okay, okay, all right, all right. So we're gonna go through the movie Nick Cage scene by Nick Cage scene. I'll gloss over a few of the the minor where they just show him at his home or something like that, but because mm-hmm. there's a few of those in this movie. But the first time we see Nick, he's actually at the gun range, and it's important to establish that he's the Niagara Falls Police Department, and he's got one hell of a uh aim what's shot? a shot yeah he's one hell of a shot that's the words i was looking for thank you he then is at some sort of stakeout it's never really fully explained but he's with his partner and they're staking somebody out and they find they pull up on this guy and there's this they're they're chasing after this guy there's actually a pretty like visceral uh, car crash right in the beginning yeah like that wasn't like I. It didn't look. It wouldn't have been CGI, but it, no. So like they crashed this van into this car, and it was like really kind of shocking. It was jarring. Yeah, yeah. And the guy gets out of the car, and uh, Nick Cage screams. I'm probably not going to insert the clips because I don't want to go back through and watch don't, this movie again. Don't, don't. But he just screams at his partner, "Shoot him!" Yeah. And uh, as the partner's about to shoot him, he his partner gets shot, <laughs> and turns to me and goes. Good, that guy was a terrible actor. He was pretty bad. Like Steve <laughs> so, said, every third actor is bad. So, like, we're in the beginning of this movie. We don't really know what this movie will become. So that's why we're... Like, my notes are very... Di- the first half of my notes Detail. are very different from the second half of my notes. Like, yeah. I'm writing down silly things to comment on. Right. And now it's like, I don't want to comment on anything silly in this movie. Right, right, exactly. So he Nick Cage then finds himself at a bar where he runs into the protagonist of this movie, Anna Hutchinson. And really, I don't know why Nicolas Cage is on the cover of the, this movie. The why newspaper? is he? Oh, sorry. What? He was on the newspaper, but I didn't oh. know that that's what you were going to say. No, no, oh, no, 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 not on the newspaper. <laughs> like I don't know why he's on the poster for this movie yeah, because it's he's Anna the Hutchinson's only movie. Name. I know, but like, why not put both of them on the front? I don't know. <laughs> 
What was that movie that he was in that not even the woman who was in it was on the cover? Oh, that was Valley Girl. Valley they just got girl. a different they, like, girl. Yeah, they yeah. got like a model or something. Yeah, the- <laughs> yeah. that was back in his like third movie. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable. So he finds himself at a bar and this, this woman walks in, Anna Hutchinson, and uh, I recognized her. I wasn't sure from what, but I looked it up. It was from Cabin in the Woods. So she's the blonde from Cabin in the Woods. Have I seen that? Yeah, we watched it together. It's kind of a different horror movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, uh, yeah Chris yeah, Hemsworth. Yeah. It's one of Chris Hemsworth's Are they the early two? Wait, roles. Wait, sh- she's the one who like survives at the end? No. She dies early. Yeah, spoiler alert for Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> yeah, she dies. Who? There's a brunette who lives. Yes, and she's really only known for Cabin in the Woods. I think we looked it up when we watched it. Yeah. The brunette. Yeah. Got it. But and I mean same with this girl, I guess. She's only really known for Cabin in the Woods. And, and this apparently. And maybe this, not even. She wouldn't be known for this. This made no money. No. But thank God. Can you imagine if it did make money? I I They would have no, to donate it all to some <laughs> charity. Because people if anybody if they put this in like theaters, people would be like somebody would go watch it on a whim and then people would be like, Don't go watch this. It's bad. It's real bad. Yeah. Like it, there's no way there's it would no ever make redeemable its qualities no it's of this movie except for maybe some of the actors yeah like anna hutchinson was pretty no, good she's she's great yeah. and and the, her daughter's very good nick nick is delivering a very low key performance performance yeah. where nothing that he says has any emotion attached to it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah uh, i i know the yeah. story like oh my I know, I know. We're getting through it. We're slogging through it. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. So Nick Cage is at the bar with Anna Hutchinson, who is sort of like hitting on Nicolas Cage a little, even though Nicolas Cage is clearly like 30 years older than her. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think she's just really, we're establishing that she's a friendly person. Um, And so they're talking all night, but really it's more she's doing more of the talking. And by the end of the evening, Nicolas Cage, having not said much, it's established also as well that she is a recent widower, mm-hmm. and, he, and, and, and he, he is, is as well. Yeah. So he she's a widow, and he's a widower. Oh, is that what it is? That mm-hmm. okay? So he at the very end of the why conversation, it, it uh, needs why they do that? Two different. Whatever. Yeah. At the very end of the conversation, she's like, "All right, well, hey, you know, it was good talking to you. You know, actually, you it was really just good listening, ha- having you as a listener." Yeah. And so at the very end, he goes, I, "I'm a." Where to where? And he like almost reaches out to touch her face. Like, yeah. I wanted you to know I'm also a widower. And then like puts his hand really close to her face. A very doesn't strange touch moment. It. Yeah. <laughs> very strange moment. So. And still at this point, we're like, ha ha ha. We're like, oh, geez. Oh, I, what a silly man. I even wrote down, I was like, why is she hitting on him? He's so old. Ha ha ha. But then like the next series of scenes is like the main driver of the plot which is that she's at a party she is walking home from a party with her 12 year old daughter they take a shortcut through like some woods into what would you consider this to be it was a boathouse they called it okay so they they stumble across a boathouse where there's some guys she knows from the neighborhood maybe from her old high school days or something like that Mm -hmm. they're all doing drugs and they ambush her, and we see a very, very brutal, as I said, brutal uh, rape scene yep. in front Graphic. of the daughter. Graphic, Graphic and brutal. Yes. And 
it, it and was, the daughter also gets not sexually assaulted but assaulted yeah like they break her arm or something yeah. and she so she's able to escape but she still has to sit there and kind of watch, watch her mom get raped it's awful so i wrote in my notes i was like scratch all that from before this is way too brutal for a low budget film no payoff uh, yeah so what like what were they trying to get out of this yeah so Nick Cage is the one who discovers the little girl because the the mom is like left for dead. She she might as well. We thought she was dead for uh, a minute. yeah. And so Nick Cage is the one to discover the little girl, and um, she he's at the crime scene and he ends up screaming at the he he finds that she's able to identify the rapist. So he he hunts down the rapists and and screams at them like get down NFPD. So again, I'm not gonna put the screams in because mm-hmm. I don't want to have to rewatch this movie. But they arrest um, them. Arrest him. He's in and out of the hospital. He does have a great line where he sits down with the little girl and they're watching cartoons and he just goes, my favorite's Daffy Duck. And that's the whole scene. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So there's there's that. Um, then they go to the courthouse. Nick Cage is at the courthouse for the hearing. Steve. I, I, I Steve. cannot, if there's something I can't stand, it's movies that don't get a major part of the movie right. For example, like you go into it, like if a movie brings the characters into a doctor's office and then the doctor doesn't do something that a doctor normally does, it takes you out of the movie entirely. And that's what happens here and it happens a lot in courtroom scenes where it's like that would never happen in a court of law. And I get that things are usually played up in movies for sure drama. Sure. And on, on TV. But this... Uh, so, I, I mean, I didn't take a ton of notes because Nick Cage doesn't say much, but really... She walks in, and the men who raped her start intimidating her verbally in front of the jury and in front of the judge. I don't think the jury was in there. Were they not there yet? No, no, no Okay, the judge was there. Yeah. Yeah. They were, like, taunting her name. Yeah. Even though they raped her. They raped her. And so they they are mostly there's like two or three of them are brothers with each other and their yeah. and their parents put their we see in a separate scene their parents put their house like got another mortgage on their house or something to afford this attorney who is I guess the best you know defense attorney in in Niagara Falls and so meanwhile Anna Hutchinson's character can't get a decent attorney at all her Has, attorney her attor- is such shit it, she's entirely ineffective she stands up at this hearing and goes like your honor i need to tell you that you know she was brutally raped and and the jury will find blah 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 and this and this and that and then the other the other lawyer goes this isn't a trial this is a hearing you know why why are you making an opening statement but then he turns around and makes a closing statement to the jury like he walks over to the table where the where the the little girl. The is. little girl is sitting and at her him. Mom. Might, might as well put his hands on her shoulders and be like, "Your mom wasn't raped. She wanted it." Yep. Like, and then the and judge. Then the is little like, girl is the real victim of all this because her mom is a bad mom because she got drunk at a party and walked home. And the lawyer is not doing anything. Nothing. The, the the victim's lawyer is not doing anything. The judge is just like he's like, "Oh, really? This whatever, is crazy." Whatever gets me home by five, like. This is not... Meanwhile, this woman was left for dead. She's got bruises and cuts all over her face. 
Oh, yeah, she had sunglasses on because her eyes are still, like, adjusting to light because they were probably lacerated by these four men. Yeah. Big men that are standing in front of her. And the judge is like, um, can you take your sunglasses off? They're really distracting. And the attorney's like, she is really sensitive to sunlight. And he's like, okay, but, like, I don't care. Squint. Squint. Just take them off. Like... There's a whole movie that's out this year that's nominated for an Academy Award about an ineffective judge. It's called The Trial of the Chicago 7. A great movie. Like, but that's how you do that. You don't, like, I feel like there's just too many things in this movie that are piling against this victim for no reason. But remember, this is based off of a novel. Right. Like, what's So this the... was written in the book. I guess. I couldn't, I, tr- I did my best to try to find if there was some type of like comparison on a website that said you know here are the differences between the book and the movie and i like no one's made it because this movie is nothing like eight people saw this this movie is not fucking worth watching i'm I'm sure this book isn't worth reading joyce carlo should be ashamed of herself yeah so that was incredibly frustrating and nick just sat there the whole time like having to listen to this yeah so what happens next so then the courtroom clears out and Nick Cage is sitting in there by himself just brooding and they zoom in on his face brooding. But then the next oh, yeah. time we see Nick is we see because there are scenes in between the courtroom and what happens next about like these men continuing to intimidate this family. This, yeah, and her boyfriend. Yeah. So the next scene we see Nick Cage is is he must have followed one of the rapists. Again, remember there are four of them. He followed one of them to a bar where this guy, this rapist is like, he's yelling at the TV over some boxing match. He's making bets with people. And so the the victim's boyfriend is at the bar and they get into a fight. The, the victim's boyfriend uh, or maybe ex-boyfriend and one of the rapists and Nick Cage is sitting nearby. But you said you had a comment on this scene. Yeah. So right behind the booth that Nick is sitting in. So mm-hmm. Nick's sitting in a booth and then yeah. these guys are at the bar. So he's like, pretty far away where they wouldn't they wouldn't see Nick but Nick can see them. There's an extra sitting in a booth on the other side of Nick Cage and this extra has a portrait tattoo of Nicolas Cage. Really? And Nick met him at this same bar a couple months earlier and signed his tattoo. <laughs> did, then did he get the signature tattoo? Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That is a, a fun fact, a moment of levity in this in this <laughs> sad terrible it yeah uh so yeah okay well there's that yeah so oh one of one of the intimidation things that the rapists are doing i I should note as well is that they like broke into her house and killed her cat oh well you you forgot to mention the biggest part of that scene no because i'm going back oh okay sorry yeah yeah so i have to go back a second which is that they broke into her house and killed her cat and then strung it hanging outside the door this little girl has the strongest character because the, the little best, girl found the strongest yeah. well this this little girl who watched her mother get raped yeah has so much spirit and strength of character mm-hmm. uh, unbelievable yeah she finds this cat she screams at the people saying like leave us alone and then she s- takes it upon herself even though she could have just asked her grandmom to do it or like mm-hmm. just left it alone mm-hmm. to immediately i guess dis whatever Dispose. D- detach the cat from oh oh from the roof, from the yeah. roof and then and then bury it yeah 
like so, take she like t- keeps taking all these responsibilities and she knows that she's gonna have to take responsibility for her mom for a long time because her mom is like inept like cannot function right right so yeah it's so anyway so the and the the reason we bring up this bit about the cat is because Nick Cage had was driving Anna Hutchinson home yeah while like this cat thing was happening so Nick Cage followed the rapist to the bar which mm-hmm. is where we get into the bar scene so after. After they have this sort of argument, the boyfriend, the victim's boyfriend, and the rapist have an argument in the bar. They take it outside. The rapist throws the 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 boyfriend up against his car. His head goes smashing through one of the windows. Nick Cage, out of nowhere, goes, hey, Jimmy, the rapist's name. The guy turns around and he's like, yeah, what? Pulls out his gun, shoots him square in the head. Boom. Dude goes down. And, and we're again, like, oh, my God, vengeance. Vengeance. But again, remember what I said earlier, how this is like, we're like an hour 15 into oh, yeah. an hour 45 movie. Yeah. It's like the last quarter of the movie is the vengeance part. And it's way too late. It's just been so disturbing and so unrealistic up to this point that it's, you know, it's weird to say that you want to enjoy something about this. But like you you want to enjoy the revenge. You want to enjoy the vengeance yeah. of these horrible people. But they spent way too much time building up how horrible they were. We already know they're horrible awful so you immediately see nick cage at the precinct he's getting interrogated by some of his his colleagues colleagues and they're like so you didn't realize it was the same suspect from the case that you had been working and he's like no it was dark i didn't know and he's and then he starts launching into this conversation about god and he's just dead in the eyes nick cage no emotion no emotion i think that's a character choice i think so too because he's a widower (laughs) yeah i guess so then later that night, we we don't see it on camera, but he must have called two of the other, the brothers, the two other uh, uh, of the rapists, and said, hey, I work for your lawyer. I've got some information that I need you to give to your lawyer. There's legal reasons why I can't give it to him, so you need to give it to him. It's some information to help you win the case. And he has yeah, them... It's incriminating for yeah, for the woman. Right. So he has them meet, meet him at like the edge of Niagara Falls, which apparently you could just walk right up to. I don't think you can. And so I'm sure you see where this is going. Yeah. He's not there when they pull up to the car and they're like, Oh, what's going on? It's pouring rain. And Nick Cage once again goes like, hurry and shoots both of them. Um, I think one of them, uh, one of them, he shoots him so hard. He flies back 10 feet and into the falls. <laughs> yeah. And then he shoots another one like six times in the head and then like shoves him off the falls. Yeah. Kicks him off. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's just, again, it's just brutal, but it's like uh, at this point, yeah, it's that's not, what you want to see. Yeah. At this point is that's what you want to see, but at this point it's too late. Yeah. It is too little, too late. So there's one rapist left, and Nick Cage must have paid some woman to call this man. Yeah, unclear. To be like, hey, I'm your girlfriend from high school. Meet me at this motel at 11 p.m. I have some more incriminating evidence about Yeah, I think you (laughs) and I can hook up, and we can talk about how you can get out of this case. And you can meet my daughter? You can meet my daughter at 11 p.m. What? And the rapist's like, yeah, I'd love to meet your daughter at 11 p.m. So fucking creepy. So weird, right? So, was he the one hmm. who was holding the 12-year-old girl? Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't maybe remember. there's a connection with like him liking children. Oh, gross. I don't want to think about Not that. Not me neither. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> Nick Cage lures this man to this motel. 
Of course, Nick Cage is sitting in the motel room. In the dark, as you do. Yes. He's got his gun pointed at him, and he says, I need you to write basically a suicide letter. Yep. And the guy does it, and he goes, all right, I need you to do one more thing. Put your fingertips on this gun. So it's got his fingerprints. Yeah. And he does it, shoots his head, uh, shoots his head off, essentially. Guy's dead. Nick Cage goes back to the precinct where one of his partners goes, hey, that last rapist that that we were that we had in that in that case killed himself last night last night and like confessed to the murder to the rape or whatever and nick cage says nothing but takes an extremely long sip of coffee mm-hmm. it was really awkward Stare, staring at the man really uncomfortable and on his way out of the precinct he runs into uh we didn't say what the what the rapist lawyer's name was it's don johnson it's nash bridges himself um he's an old TV he's a good actor. Actor, yeah, he's 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 a known guy. Is he, is he Dakota Johnson's father? I, I think, think so. Yeah, I think I think so as well. Runs into him and they have a confrontation about. He's like, "Hey, listen, you know, Don Johnson's like, hey, it's in the Constitution that you know people like that, even if they're criminals, they deserve my services." Yeah. And he's like, "I I hear there's right a vigilante to trial, right to yeah. representation. I hear there's a vigilante cop on the loose. I hope you don't deserve my services one day." And Nick Cage is like, I hope you don't deserve my services one day. So I was like, is that a threat? Is that, but like. Is he going to kill him? The way he said it was like, it didn't <laughs> It didn't read. It's, it's like, it's like when people say, have a safe flight. And you go, thanks, you too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm, oh, they're not getting, damn it. They're not getting on a have flight. A, enjoy your movie. Have a great, enjoy your meal. Thanks, you too. Damn it. <laughs> it's like that. It just doesn't yeah. make sense. It's, it, he's it's funny like, observation inadvertently he's just for some reason he's carrying a shotgun from one car to another mm-hmm. and he runs into the mother and daughter and they're like we're leaving and the daughter was like can i have a moment alone with him she goes i love you and then they hold hands through through, the a, through a fence. fence roll credits end movie i love you love story love story See, um, we shoehorned it in at the last minute. So they think that the love story is between Nicolas Cage and the 12-year-old girl. So strange. I don't know. See, I guess with a movie title like Vengeance, A Love Story, you have to pivot the movie to not be focused on the rape victim. And it has to be focused on Nicolas Cage. And it has to be focused on... It has to be focused on the vengeance. And it has to be yes. focused on the love story. Well, and it, it is focused on neither of those. Right. It has to be a story about a man who reluctantly loves that he's killing these people for vengeance right yeah. he it's a love story it's him falling in love with vengeance but but it's the not book, because the book is called rape a love story which makes no sense it does this move this book is about rape i know but and the movie's about rape too so they should they should have pivoted when they changed the title to vengeance that's and made saying. it not as much about rape that's what i'm saying i'm saying i think we're saying the same thing you're saying the same thing. <laughs> so, Ugh. I have a few closing thoughts. Sure. Bad writing, bad directing. We discussed that. Um, Do you think it would have been better or worse if Nicolas Cage also directed it? I don't know. Maybe better. Yeah, Sonny was good, maybe. Sonny was a decent. Well, it wasn't good, but it was fine. I thought it was well directed. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Like, there's little things about this movie that shows you how bad a director it can there's be. like a weird blocking choice that like, we commented on mm-hmm. and we're not directors so the fact that we picked up on it 
yeah. means it's bad. Well, it's like it's little things that can take you out of a movie where, you know, you've got the mother and daughter sitting in the living room and then the grandmother clearly comes from the kitchen and says, let's go to the mall. And they all walk out through a wide open front door that's just been open the whole we, we both looked at each other like what was the door open the whole time also if you've been a victim of a brutal rape a gang rape yeah. where they are still intimidating you and your family would you ever leave your door open no but, uh, no, but i'm not trying to blame her no course, no, 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 no but it right, just doesn't right. make sense that the director would choose to have that like just have them fucking open the door yeah. What happened? Right. I don't know. Like, they left it open from their previous take. And they were like, it's fine. We got it. Uh, Move on. They were like, just keep it keep it rolling. Or we'll like, do it again. <laughs> or like when Nick Cage shot that dude and he flew back 10 feet. That's not <laughs> how that works. We both looked at each other and we're like, what? what is this movie all What of kind of gun was that? What, like, what was that? Like a fucking missile? Like, <laughs> that's not how guns work. We know this. It was a missile. <laughs> So anyway, bad directing. It was a rocket launcher, in fact. Yeah, it was a rocket. That's what that was. What I was looking for—a rocket launcher. I couldn't. I couldn't think of it. But I said. Oh my God. So I said bad casting. So I think the mother, the daughter. Um, I think they're both great. Um, the rapists are fine. The boyfriend's fine. But I think that Nicolas Cage should have been portrayed by either an elderly man or a woman. I don't think a middle-aged man makes sense in this role, because. It's not, like, if it were an elderly man, it would be, like, it's unsuspecting that he's the one killing all of these people. Like, and that he has to lure them into places, like, because he can't overpower these people. But that's not what this movie was even focused on. I know. So it didn't matter who who was the vigilante. Yeah, but I think it would have been made for a more interesting story yeah. if, if the vigilante were not Nicolas Cage. <laughs> It's going to be Samuel L. Jackson. Do you think that's better or worse? Probably the same. Yeah. Because he's at this, he's like a middle-aged, maybe sort of older man, but Samuel L. Jackson looks... He looks way better than than Nicolas Cage at that age. 2009. Oh, yeah, that's true. It would have been 10 years prior. Although he might be 10 years older than Nick Cage. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, I wrote that... Who do you you think... I think... I I hated not the actress but the role of of the victim's attorney so much. That was my next point. Was that lawyer? What the hell? And that goes What that an t- easy case. That ties back into the writing. That's such poor writing. Because they had DNA, they had blood, they had all kinds of evidence. They had eyewitnesses in the daughter and and the in the mother who lived. Yeah. Done. You you had you you arrested them it's soon because after. Because they made up a story. Right, but you arrested them soon after and they didn't do like drug toxicology no. on these men. No. Because they they would have found drugs in their system. Yeah. They found alcohol in her system, but it was July 4th. She was at a party. And that's why she didn't drive home. That's why she walked. That's why home. she walked. But like these men were like smoking out of a crack pipe. Yeah. Yeah. They had crack in and their, their bodies their defense, and heroin. Their defense was that she upped her charge because she's actually a prostitute. And at the last minute, she upped her charge and she started throwing fists. And so they had to defend themselves. One they're thing I wasn't grown, going... They're, I know, four they're four grown men. I know. Yeah, I know. And... That's a terrible defense. It, 
Sorry. It, it's unbelievable. And one thing I wasn't going to mention, but it reminded me of it. When I was reading that Goodreads website mm-hmm. to read about the book, mm-hmm. the like synopsis of the book was maybe she shouldn't have shown up in such a revealing outfit. Yeah. Like, like whatever. Oh, Tina the... was walking home in... Yeah. Tina was walking home in... In a in a crop top and and booty shorts and and heels and maybe she looked like she was asking for it. Like, are you fucking are you kidding, kidding me? me? You're trying to justify rape? Are you are you trying to justify me? rape? Yeah, that's what they're doing. I hate I hated every fucking second of this. And you know what's crazy too is that so you know I, now that I think about it, we have seen a Nicolas Cage movie that's on the subject of rape. And it's a time to kill. Oh my god! Which he positioned was not about rape. The character in that movie positioned it was not a, a rape thing, but it but it was really it was. But you can sort of hide behind the fact that that movie came out thirty or forty years ago. Like this movie came out three years ago. Yeah, and it's inexcusable. And the book was written in the two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. By a well known author. Yeah, unbelievable. Our cat is snoring. I don't know if you can hear that. I doubt you can. <laughs> but it's just kind of weird. Every, every every sentence we say has a little button on the end of it, and it's our cat snoring. I, I also have in my final notes here, thank God for that kid actor. She was excellent. we've seen some movies that can really make oh, be made a break broken by a kid actor. And she was fabulous. She was great. She was great. And I think that's pretty much going to cover everything oh that I have here. Um, do we even do Nick Cage awards for this? Sure. Okay. Uh, best supporting actor. That's an easy one. Her, the girl, the little girl. The little girl. Best dressed. He wears like a oh the hoodie when he's like the vigilante. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wears like a black trench coat, uh, raincoat. That. Yeah, that's good. Uh, worst Nick Cage scene. <laughs> the reveal when he pushes when he kills the the guys on Niagara Falls you can you don't see his face but you assume it's him mm-hmm. and then he pushes the guy off the falls and then you don't see like you just see the back of his head and then he turns and the oh, camera shows his yeah. face like dun, dun, dun. it's Nick Cage and it's like yeah of course it's Nick Cage <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you gave that worse scene I thought like No 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 no, no. Was... sorry that wasn't worse scene I was just talking about his costume Oh his costume oh, no. okay 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 Worse scene is probably the scene where he they just show his face at oh, the courtroom. In the courtroom, yeah. yeah. That courtroom scene entirely yeah, was the worst scene, the and worst he doesn't scene. do much in that as well. So I agree with you there. Uh, the best scene, best Nick Cage scene, probably one of the vengeance scenes. Yeah, there are three vengeance scenes. Mm-hmm. The first one was kind of shocking. The second one was yeah. shocking in a different way because the guy flew back 10 feet. Mm-hmm. And the third one was sort of like, yeah, okay. Or maybe maybe it was the scene when he was interrogated the first time. Although he's so dead in, in his delivery. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. I think it's got to be the vengeance scene. On the, the first one. Oh, the first one? Okay, yeah, one of the two. The first one. Okay, when he just shoots the guy square in the we, head. We were shocked. Yeah, yeah, that we, came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we gasped. We did. <laughs> we're like, whoa, now it's finally a movie. A vengeance movie. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Um, best Scream. Um, 
I mean, there's really only two. There's one in the beginning, shoot him, and then there's one sort of in the beginning when he's hunting down the rapists to arrest them. NFPD, open up. Shoot him. Okay, done. <laughs> and the most nouveau shamanic moment. Um, It was either him not touching her face when mm. he said she's a widower yeah. or he's a widower or saying that Daffy Duck is his favorite. I think it's the hand gesture he does. Yeah. When he says, I'm also, I wanted you to know I'm also a widower. And he just puts his hand near her face. Mm -hmm. it, it, like in no human gesture <laughs> that human beings do. It was very alien. So, Han, I have an important question for you. Yeah. Uh, where are we ranking this one? Okay. So, our bottom two movies are A Christmas Carol Yes. And an animated Christmas Carol that we had to watch. And uh, what is it fucking called? The Industrial Symphony number four. Number one, Dream of the Brokenhearted. Okay. Those movies were trash. However, mm -hmm. we at least can have a fun time talking about them. Yeah. We can look back and then be like, oh my God, haha, remember how bad a Christmas Carol was? Or wow. Sometimes I even like looked up on YouTube clips from industrial symphony to show people to be like this is what i had to sit through yeah i would never ever ever want to talk or think about this movie again because it doesn't like i said deserve our time or no. your time no. so i'm gonna rank this movie last dead last and and we'll be hard pressed to find something that's worse than this uh, and, yeah. and for the 27% of people who said that they liked this movie, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Unbelievable. So for reference, we now have the two Nicolas Cage rape movies are in the bottom five. Good. Yeah. Both hey. Time to Kill and uh, Vengeance, A Love, love story. story. Good. Yeah. Good. They should be. Yeah. <laughs> I, I completely we no, agree with you. We, we at Through Nick and Thin have no time for rape. <laughs> no, no. We are there is no place for rape at no, Through Nick and Thin. <laughs> absolutely not. You know what? I'll say it. I don't even care. I don't stand for rapists. <laughs> I don't like them one bit. That's a hot take. I don't care what anybody says. I don't like them. Oh, my God. All right, next week, I don't know if we talked about it on mic or off mic, but we're watching a movie called Inconceivable. Yeah. Let's Do you hope... know much about it? I don't. Um, you mentioned something about it last I week. I think it takes place in 2030. Oh, it's a future it's movie? It's a futuristic movie. Ooh, that, I don't know if we've seen one of those. That's all I really except, know like, about Astro it. Except like Astro Boy or something. And I know that Gina Gershon is in it. I do know Gina Gershon's <laughs> in it. <laughs> and that's about, that's about all, all I, I know. know. It's low on the it's a 31 on rotten tomatoes this time so and that's the real rating that's not the audience rating so that's gonna be next week any other closing thoughts before we get out of here no i never want to think about this again and we do not watch to. this movie do not do yourselves a favor do not watch this movie and we are here for you through nick and then thanks for listening guys take care now freak out